Hi, Minimal Moose. Welcome back. Um, today, I'm no longer experimenting with my earbuds, so hopefully the audio quality will be slightly better. I know it's still not optimal. Um, I don't really have the resources to get a uh, microphone set up right now, um, but I'm hoping that I can rent some from someone. Um, that's kind of the hope uh, in maybe the coming months. Um, so stay tuned for better quality audio, um, because if you are on this podcast, you literally have no option and you will hear the better quality audio hopefully soon. Uh, sorry about that. Um, I'm, I'm actually just recording on my phone. Um, I'm also planning to upgrade my phone because it's, uh, battery just is horrible and everything else just needs an upgrade. Um, but if I do that, the audio quality might get better. I just spent a minute talking about that because I just want to make sure that, um, you know that I'm working on making this podcast experience as trouble-free and as smooth and seamless as possible. Um, so yeah, with that, today I wanted to talk about, um, the holiday decor. So this is something that I really enjoy. Um, if you know me in real life, you will know that I love Christmas, um, and it's a holiday that I celebrated through my Catholic school for many years, um, and I just really also love the spirit of it, um, of kind of giving back, of sharing love and sharing joy in whatever way that you can, whether it's like a card, or you're giving a gift, or you're baking cookies, well, I wouldn't bake cookies, and you do not want me to bake cookies, um, because I can't cook and set kitchens on fire very frequently, but, um, that said, at the same time, holidays can be a source of clutter because, especially if you live, you know, in an elaborate, like a, well, I say elaborate, like a, a house, um, like a two-story house, say, and you have garage space and you're storing your seasonal decor and you're pulling them out, it, it takes time. Uh, maybe if you have kids or if that's something you really enjoy, that's a fun activity, but um, it can it can be stressful. It can be time-consuming. It'll take up space, like, both in your garage or in your storage, whatever, wherever you keep them, um, or in your closets, and also when you bring them out as well. Um, so I find it really tricky. Um, for me, personally, if I lived in a normal house, as in, like, you know, I plan to stay in that house for maybe five years plus, uh, somewhere that I considered my semi-permanent home, I would definitely bring in, like, a reusable Christmas tree. So, like, I would get a plastic one just because I don't really... I don't think I want to dispose a Christmas tree every year. Um, that's something I haven't really had to think about. So uh, back home, I have this really flimsy um, final sale, uh, very, very sad Christmas tree um, that was like not even 20 bucks that um, we use every time I'm home. But um, that's not like a getting a real tree versus a fake tree. It's not really a dilemma that I've encountered yet. Um, so I'll think about that down the road. I, I imagine that reusing the same plastic tree over and over and over, like for many years, is probably more sustainable than cutting down a tree each year, um, is my guess, but I don't really know about that. Maybe if you're getting like the, the sadder trees that might not be taken by other people, that's like the most sustainable option. Um, but, um, I'm not really sure. Making, also, please make sure that you're reusing any decor. If you are a person who decorates for Christmas or whatever other holiday, really, um, also, sorry if the Christmas, like, religious really didn't bothers you. Um, I, I kind of celebrate it more secularly, um, but I understand that it's a religious holiday, and that means that it's both very special for people who do follow the Christian faith, and also for those who don't, that might be an uncomfortable holiday. Um, but just maybe think of this podcast as a um, episode for any kind of holiday decor, because even if, um, okay, I'm not really one to celebrate, like, the fall in general, like, I know a lot of people put out, like, little pumpkins, and it's cute, but I get really scared of the, like, uh, Halloween decorations, so I'm not really a fan of that, but let's, like, use that as an example, right? 
Um, and then I'll talk through so then the different kinds of perishable and non-perishable decor categories that exist um, and how you might be able to make that a bit more minimalist um, if that's something you're interested in. Um, that's also all to say if this sort of thing if if you are like me and live for a specific holiday an entire year then I would say it's worth celebrating it to a certain extent um, and understanding that minimalism is a process and that's really what matters as cliched as it is and it's not really a and I'll be all like get there in one day kind of a situation so give yourself some room to transition for sure with that um, so I'm thinking about like the fall decors right so like you have these vines um, and I'll also talk about Christmas just because that's something that's really important to me personally. Um, but if it's not, then just kind of, you know, any other holiday, kind of similar sets of decors. Like, so the vines equivalent for Christmas would be like Christmas lights. Um, and then like for the perishables, if you're a person who buys trees, then that would be like a Christmas tree. And then if you're a person who buys sorry, pumpkins, um, you know, the like super tiny ones, that, like the jack-o'-lantern sizes, there are like a lot of options, right? That's kind of like the perishable decor. Um, you might have, what else is like a fall decor? I feel like, well, for Christmas, they're like the ornaments, which are reusable. Um, and you might have like handcrafted ornaments and stuff as well. I really don't know. Maybe you like put up little tapestries and stuff for the fall um, or like centerpieces. I feel like I've seen those. For Halloween specifically, you have those like scary little like pop-up things I've seen, you know, where it's like a, I mean, that's not really scary, I guess, but it's like a pop-up figure. I don't really know what they're called, but you can put them in your yard or like you put up little ghosts around your house. Um, I feel like I've seen ghost lights as well or like Oh, also, oh, oh my goodness, okay, a whole other thing is, like, holiday clothing, so, so then that would be, like, for the fall, you might have your, um, Halloween outfit, um, that you swap out every year, um, and then for Christmas, you might have your, like, ugly sweater that you wear to parties, but then your ugly sweaters make a lot of statements, so maybe you can't wear them multiple times, um, or whatever your mindset is, uh, and what else like maybe fancy dresses will be kind of a part of the christmas new year's season now i guess new year's is another good one as well it's kind of the general winter vibes like you might put up little snowflake papers and things like that um while there are many options and um in the next episode because i love holidays so much i'll talk about a bit more about like a multi-season multi-holiday swaps that you can um use that are fairly accessible um depending on where in the world you are and like what sort of setup you have um but that are also fairly accessible multi-season um and things that you might already have lying around um so I'll be talking about that next week um but for this week I'm gonna talk through the like a general okay so I'll talk through each of the fall and the winter holiday seasons and then um, we can figure out maybe ways you can like downscale your decor. Let's start with the fall. So for the fall, um, I would suggest, so I saw someone um, who I'm uh, friends with on social media um, and in real life, I would say, I hope, um, and um, she was doing this really cool uh, story series where it was like she would feature a leaf each day um, and that would be her story and I thought that was really cute. Um, very good fall vibes. Um, but you could kind of do that, but in, like, in a more physical way, I feel like. So instead of getting, like, a plastic, um, like, fall leaf vine situation, you could get, you could pick up, like, a dropped leaf each day. Um, especially if you have, like, younger people in your household, or maybe, like, no matter what your age, really. Um, I'm not really a playful person, I guess, so I just don't really get the joy of it. But, like, you could make it, like, an adventure thing every day where you get up early and you go pick up a piece of leaf that's, like, perfect for the day. 
um, and then you swap it out, that way you're not, like, keeping it until it rots or anything like that, but also you're able to enjoy the, like, fall vibe, maybe you can keep them for a couple days, um, so I think that would be cool. I know that, um, back home, we used to float cherry blossom flowers in a little, like, pretty dish that we had that we used for only strawberries and cherry blossom flowers exclusively and nothing else, I do not know why, um, but we would float, like, the litter flower petals around the ground that just, like, fleshly, freshly flew off the trees, that was, like, the best kind of petals that you could grab because like you don't want to pick them or I think it was like illegal or something to pick them off the trees obviously but um because they were like public trees but um you could like grab the ones that flew off the trees um and they were so fresh and pretty um so I would float them in the water and like keep them that way and they would last like a good maybe like five days I want to say I don't know if that works for leaves but I feel like that would be super pretty if you had this like woody tone or like earthy tone plate um or dish or bowl or whatever and then you put it put water in there and then you float the leaf or something i don't know i feel like it's kind of cute um okay i'm kind of giving away the like cozy decor aspect but you could also float a tea light in it i think that's divine i don't know about you um but i think that that would be really cute just make sure things don't catch on fire um but so that's like a quick swap and that's so like elevated and so personal and i think i would really like that um another fall swap so i think that like buying you know one like little pumpkin so i think thinking about instead of buying like a big pumpkin and wasting that full pumpkin um you can definitely think of like buying a smaller pumpkin um and that also saves you a lot of money because i think i've seen the bigger pumpkins go for like twenty dollars um where the smaller pumpkin they usually go for like a dollar fifty or like a dollar where i live um so those are like so much more compact they're so adorable and they last really long because obviously you're not like carving them out well generally you're not carving them out i don't think um so like they last a really really long time like i once had one that um, my advisor gave me and i think it lasted for like a month and like it does not smell bad at all or anything like that i wouldn't have eaten it obviously i don't know if you can do that but um i think that's a great swap of like downsizing but you're still de deriving joy from the same type of thing it's just like more compact i would argue that it's prettier and more adorable but i mean to each their own you can always draw on it like draw on a face or something and it was still last long but you can still also get that like you know facial expression action going on in the pumpkin <laughs> i don't know sorry that's not really my holiday so i don't really know like what to suggest because i don't really care about it so much um but okay for the scary things so one thing obviously that's pretty um straightforward is that if you are gonna do like a ghost decor um i was walking through my neighborhood and someone had this like large it was like a fairly large ghost but it was with black fabric and there was like a white face and it was really terrifying um i think it was store-bought but i think something like that you could easily make out of old sheets old t-shirts old socks like the face part could be out of the sock and then the um and then you can like cut holes in them or maybe your socks already have holes in them in which case they already did or you already did your job for you um so give your past self a pat on the back um but and then you can put it on like an old t-shirt um and then that would also like naturally give it a more like jagged like cut look because you're gonna be literally cutting up a t-shirt and you can't really cut like a straight line or anything like I feel like that'd be really hard so I feel like that is a super good way of like handcrafting and any of those like scary type things I feel like it's so easy to do it handcrafted because it's not supposed to look right right like that's kind of the whole point so I feel like that would be a fun activity especially if you have like neighborhood kids sorry I really like kids so I keep mentioning them um but yeah I don't have any just in case you were wondering um so I really don't know what I'm doing here telling you about what to do with your kids um but have fun i guess with whoever you have around um and then it could also be a cute date night activity i think or like a good 
group uh, hangout activity with people who enjoy Halloween. Um, and then I, I'm sure also if you know me, you probably are like laughing because I I do not do Halloween things well at all. Um, but I'm going to keep checking on, along um, for Halloween swaps. Um, so for costumes, okay, this is something that's really personally important to me. I think it's ridiculous that like people, I don't mean like you personally or anything like that, but just like people in general that like it's a subtle part of the US culture that you can't wear the same costume every year. And I think that's so silly. Um, I also think it's just as silly as the idea that you can't wear the same dress to like another event. Um, because if you love something, you love it. And if you love it, you better wear it multiple times, you know? Um, but that said, I realized that that's like an important part of the culture and of like surrounding Halloween and maybe that's important to you um, or maybe you feel the social pressure to comply. So in that case, well, firstly, you can always swap around with your friends, right? Like I feel like that's always a good move because um, then that's also cute. You can do like, I don't know, like if you're posting on Insta, um, Instagram, you can do like a slight swipe and like see both of you in like the same costume or whatever who wore a bit. I don't really know. Um, but I feel like that would be that's always really fun if you can find someone who has a costume that you can wear. If you can't though, you can always DIY costumes. Like I've seen a lot of impressive costumes in person and online. Um, I, I do have occasions where I have to go in costumes, so I usually am such a bore and I go as like a spirit of Christmas or like Christmas some sort of Christmas rendition <laughs> because Christmas is always around the corner or I have done like a concept of flower type situation and I totally wore normal clothes just like in a very particular combination um I'm sure that's not really something that people generally do um but that's just to say like you don't need to go out and spend money and go get like some plasticky fabric that is not comfortable that is not sustainable and you can't even recycle it recycling is like the bare minimum and that's not even like good enough um in my book uh because recycling is such a like a complicated tricky process not to say that you shouldn't recycle you should recycle if that's your best option for sure and you are great for doing that but um just a quick caveat um on the idea of recycling um but that said also the problem with that is that like after you wear it like what do you do with that costume you can't wear it again but you might have like emotional attachment to it so then what so for minimalism i would suggest that you make your own costume or put your own costume set together not like the ones that i have done um don't be a bore but at the same time if that's your vibe then do it um but people also get really crafty with like pieces of paper with cardboard with like and then you can like paint over it i've seen people become like starbucks cups out of like cardboard or like the whole like you know there are a lot of classic handmade um costumes i feel like like lumberjacks that's pretty easy um or like thing one thing two i don't even know what that is uh i'm sure there are a lot of characters that you could redo even like disney princesses I don't know, I just recently saw an Insta Instagram reel on that and I thought that was really creative uh, and kind of hard, but, you know, they, they made it work. You can be literally anything. You can be, I don't know, a device or a phone or a book or a famous figure. Famous figures, I feel like, are pretty easy to do and you might, like, just need to, you know, find a mustache somewhere, but, like, that might be it. Like, I feel like it's fairly doable and sustainable, comparatively speaking. Um, instead of buying, like, a whole new, like, superhero hero outfit, I feel like that's maybe an easy costume if you can afford it. But, like, it's really not 
um, good for your wallet, good for the earth, good for your closet space. Um, so I would urge you to consider alternatives. I harped on a little bit more on that than I planned because I wasn't even planning to talk about like the fall holidays, but I had a last second change of plans. So I'm going to move on to winter holidays because that's where that is my forte. That is what I love. Um, so here I'll be talking about uh, Christmas and New Year's just because those are the ones that I'm familiar with. Um, but I know that there is there's Hanukkah, there's Kwanzaa, I believe, um, there's also, like, uh, I think Bodhi Day, which is, like, a Buddhist holiday, which I'm sure a lot of people don't really know about as much, um, that's also at around the same time, um, so there are a lot of holidays going on, um, I'm sorry that I can't really speak to, even, like, Bodhi Day, which is, like, technically, I guess, part of my tradition, sort of, but, um, I am just more familiar with celebrating Christmas and New Year's, um, and I really love this, um, so hopefully this can be applicable in some ways, and if not, you know, just listen on for fun or not, whatever works for you. Um, but yeah, so for the Christmas holidays, um, I'm thinking of swaps. So for the trees, I've already kind of talked through like getting maybe a reusable tree and reusing it for like years and years. Um, if you can get like a sturdy one, that's better than getting like a flimsy one like I did, except I'm never home. So really like for me, it kind of makes sense that I got like the last of like the it's kind of like the same idea of getting the tree that no what nobody wanted so that's always a good move as well and the same goes for like food as well actually but i'll try to talk about it in another episode um but if you are going for real tree shopping then instead of getting like the super pretty trees which i know the draw for it and i don't know if i would have the strength to go for the trees that people wouldn't go for but getting the trees that might get tossed out um usually they're probably cheaper as well i would imagine um, maybe take up less space because they're flimsier and so therefore smaller um, and also like well they'll have a personal quirk and you'll wind up loving them for sure um, and you're doing the earth a favor because you're ta- saving something that was going to get tossed out probably um, so that's I think a very like sweet move a very gentle one um, and you know while you're at it maybe if you're in like the clearance section of the tree shopping I really have never been tree shopping which is really sad but um, so I really don't know how this works but if you're like in the cheaper section, maybe you can pick up another tree for someone that you know won't have a Christmas tree. I guess that's like, I, I feel like I'm dropping hints, but no one who listens to this at this point knows me. So I guess it works. I don't know. Um, but point being, that's kind of like a, like a, if you are a buying a real tree person or if you're buying a fake tree person, there are kind of ways that you can optimize um, that experience um, and also pursue more of a minimalist and more of a sustainable aspect um to that now in terms of ornaments so this is something that you can make out of anything like if you have a lot of keychains from tourist destinations those can be ornaments too if you have like random i don't know i don't know if you can actually hold uh hang golf balls or something i I don't think that'll actually work but if you have like any oh if you have any jewelry like i bet if you hung earrings on it it would be so pretty especially like, I guess, except if you have, like, a pet who could, like, run around and destroy it, that might not be a good idea, but otherwise, I feel like that would be so pretty if you have, like, dangly earrings, um, I'm a huge fan of dangly earrings, um, so I feel like that would look gorgeous, um, or, like, any other kinds of jewelry that might make sense to be on a tree and not be, get lost, I feel like that would be another super fun ornament swap as well, um, and that way you don't need to store these, like, huge bulbs that, like, tend to break and, like, get everywhere, um, but I do love those bulbs too. Um, I think our tree back home, we've decluttered a lot of the ornaments, but like a lot of them are a hodgepodge from random places. Um, and if you are looking to declutter ornaments, I've noticed that like a good way of decluttering them is using them to wrap gifts. So like, 
uh, I will have my gift wrapped and then I would put a ribbon on it and you can use that like um, little ornament to secure the ribbon like center part if that makes any sense. Um, I wish I could demonstrate for you, but um, it like is a good way to like tie the gift together um, and add like a little Christmas or holiday flair to it. Um, I think that's always really fun. Um, you can also make things out of paper um, in that, especially if you do like, I'm just envisioning like a tree with um, little snowflakes, little like, um, like little cutout snowflakes, maybe you could... I don't know there, there's so much so so much you could do you could do dried flowers um that would also be so on brand oh ribbons are also a great great option um there's there's just an infinite amount of possibility and i am so excited for you if you are a christmas tree person because there's so much you can do with so little um and i hope you have fun <laughs> okay i'm getting too excited but um let's see what else is there for christmas things um yeah i still need to save a little bit of things to talk about in the next episode because at the end of the day even though i am a um christmas fanatic um and kind of like on that vibe like new year's fanatic as well a little bit um i i don't really have much decor because it doesn't make sense for my setting um so i'll i'll have to talk a little bit more about that next time um but i'll close off with talking about a little bit about like new year's um so i don't really know if people in the u.s really decorate specifically for new year's i feel like you know people have like christmas lights left up or stuff like that um and that's really pretty and that's great and that's also super sustainable because you're reusing the the like decor from like one holiday to another right um but if you don't have or rather like if you're not a person okay i guess this would apply most if you're not a person who celebrates any holidays near the new year's or something like that um and you're still looking to decorate for the new year's obviously you can use you know any of the conventional things aforementioned for new year's and it's totally fine um honestly you can do really anything and it's totally fine um i think that one fun thing you could do is like you could go watch things so i find that that's a great way of like getting into the spirit without like decluttering or cluttering up your space rather like uh well christmas for me what comes to mind is like watching the nutcracker is like a like a ballet or like a do they have no they don't really have a musical do they or maybe they do i don't know i know there's an uh oh and then there might also be like certain concerts that make sense for that season but for new year's it's also kind of similar so you might be able to like go to a um fireworks performance i feel like that's pretty common here um uh wait it's kissing the mistletoe that's a christmas thing right um i don't think that's a new year's thing i was just gonna say grab a significant other if you have one um and get into the spirit but that might be not the right holiday um i'm I'm still on the new year's Ooh, like if you're someone who can afford this like cruises and stuff that sounds fun um i get motion sick so i will not be doing that in any near future holiday probably but um i feel like that's something that's really enjoyable as well and very fitting for the new year's um you can also get into the new year spirit honestly i think it's a great time for reflection so like by pulling out a new journal and starting writing or honestly writing into an old journal like your new year new year's resolutions i feel like that also carries a lot of significance as well and i find a lot of value in that it just feels really special um so i feel like that's a fun activity to do um and then for this what's going on about so we're talking through new year's options all in all obviously none of these are things you have to do or things you like shouldn't do or anything like that these are just some like quick ideas that come to mind 
Um, and I'll just finish off by talking about the Japanese version of the New Year's because it's an important tradition for me.、Um, it might not apply to your circumstance, but I don't know. I feel like it's fun to hear about other people's holidays, right?、Um, so, my,、uh, in Japan, we celebrate New Year's like crazy. It's like a, it's a huge deal.、Um, it's like maybe what Christmas might be for some people here, or like Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Or. Yeah, honestly, it, it probably is something like that.、Um, so, leading up to it, you're supposed to clean your house. I'll kind of explain them generally, but also what happens in my household,、um, slash, what things I've like, read about, slash, learned about.、Um, so, it'll be this kind of hodgepodge, and this is not what everyone does. Obviously, it's not like the right thing to do or anything like that either, it's just my experience. But you like leading up to it, you like clean your whole house to like welcome back into the welcome into the house the new year. And also, I think there's an element of like welcoming back your ancestors as well、um, and like giving them a clean space to be, even though obviously they're not like there necessarily in person.、Um, so you like clean your house, and there are like certain dates by which you're supposed to do it. And then you put out like New Year's decorations, which are really like elegant and they're like straw made and they're really like classy. I really like them、um, oftentimes. Um, and then, but there are also certain dates on which you're supposed to put them on, and it's like bad luck if you put it on the wrong day and whatnot.、Um, it's kind of intense. There are also these like bamboo, like door decorations that you can put up. There are a lot of varieties.、Um, I'm sure you can Google like Japanese New Year's decorations and a ton will pop up.、Um, but Japanese people are pretty conscious about like how to dispose of things. So people are also, when they're purchasing those things, kind of aware of like, oh, this comes with a metal part. Like, can I detach this? Can I dispose of this separately? Like, will it be. So, I grew up like recycling those.、Um, I remember some of our New Year's decorations came with like、uh, metal wired cranes, and I would like save them for years. I think I, I, think I still have, oh yeah, right now on my door,、um, a turtle from one of those decorations hung up there, I think, and suspended by a crane. So, it's still really very much a part of my life.、Um, and those kind of symbols are supposed to bring you good luck.、Um, After the New Year's, you're supposed to burn those、um, decorations for like, good luck as well. And the straw part is fine to burn.、Um, you burn it at like, your local, oftentimes, if you live in like, suburbia, like I did,、um, did slash do,、um, you go to this like, festival of like, burning, the,、um, burning those things. And any、um, shrine cards, this starts to get a little bit complicated and nitty gritty, but I'll just like, give a brief overview. Like, shrine cards、um, you get at the start of the year, you burn them at. The start of the next year,、um, just to like wish further good luck.、Um, you can also, I think, burn like your bad ex- or I think your good exams actually, letters, stuff like that.、Um, but nowadays it's pretty discouraged because like your letters could have like stickers on them or whatever you're not supposed to be burning.、Um, but like traditionally that was definitely okay、uh, because everything was made of fairly natural materials.、Um, but yeah, so that's. The New Year's, there's obviously so so much for, to it. Like, there's a lot of、um, cooking that goes on, and then you create these like meal sets that are basically like meal prep up for the entire house for like the first couple of days. The idea is supposed to be that like you give the women of the house a break because conventionally women are the ones who cook, but like the work of doing that is so intensive. And I've watched all the women in my life back home、um, put in so much effort and so much work. For that, so I will say, screw whoever decided that that was a great way to、um, give women a break. I really don't think it is, but you know,、um, it's a cute tradition.、Uh, I just, it's just really not a great break for women because gender dynamics continues to be an issue in Japan, but we're not here to talk about that today. 
so um and then after the new year starts there are certain meals that you eat on certain days like the first day you eat uh, mochi like japanese real mochi not like the american fake mochi that you get here um and then you eat these like uh su- specific soups on this or it's a specific soup on the seventh day of the new year and then there are like more traditions that continue and then on the I think it's the second Monday or like the third Monday of January. 20 year olds celebrate nationwide their like year of turning 20. Um, and it's this huge celebration of like maturity, adulthood. Um, and it's an opportunity for reunion. Um, and it's a very cute festival kind of type of vibe. And that's kind of when really the New Year's festivi- festivities conclude. So that's around January 20th, usually. I think it was like one year the 13th. But. It goes on for a while, so that's a huge holiday for me growing up, um, but if you are a Japanese person or you are in Japan or celebrate any tradition similar to that um, and have those holidays, I would just suggest, first of all, reusing your decor. Like, I get that it's supposed to be bad luck, but my family totally reused it, and you know, maybe I turned out a little bit more rebellious than I was supposed to, but all in all, knock on wood, we're those years in which we did not burn the um new year's decor nothing specifically horrible happened knock on wood again in case they didn't burn this year's decor again whoops um but yeah um so i think that that's always a great way to make sure that your yearly decoration routine is sustainable also if you find one really nice decoration that you really like then you don't need to worry about hunting for another great one the next year so i feel like it makes your life easier as well i know my parents were kind of stressed about that for some reason i was like you can just reuse the old one and everything will be fine um but yeah so that's a great way also while you're cleaning you can always be really mindful of like what materials you're using um, and make sure you're also decluttering in that process. That's a great time to declutter um, if you come from that sphere because you're already in the cleaning spirit anyway. You know, just like make sure you're like evaluating the things that are remaining in your space and like making sure that they're adding good value to your life or your to your loved one's lives. That was one mouthful. Oh my goodness. Um, that's a sign that this podcast has been going on too long. I knew this was going to go long because I just love talking about the holidays in general um i'm gonna cut it off here because the next episode is going to be on general season season neutral i guess decor that can bring in the holiday spirit in one way or another um that might speak to some commonalities that i've noticed holidays have um so we'll move into that next episode but thank you so much for listening to this long episode i'm really tracking the like performance of each episode to see what people seem to be drawn to and it doesn't seem to correlate to the length so we'll see how this one does um but i hope you enjoyed um thanks for taking the time um and i hope i can't wait to talk to you again um i hope you have a good week or a good weekend or whatever part of your day you're in ahead see you later minimal moose